Hi, this is Katrina Adams, and you're listening to Brothers on Tennis. Yo, yo, yo. What's up, everybody? This is your boy, Isaac. And this is your boy, Bryce. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And folks, (laughs) we got so much to talk to you about on this. I'm going to just start off. Bryce, I have to start off by saying this. If you are a Novak Djokovic fan, you are likely going to have an issue with this episode. I'm just going to put it out there right now, y'all. Put that, Bryce, I'm going to hand it over to you. Let's go on ahead and do the proper introduction because you're the man. You you know how to do stuff right. But I tell you what, I got so much boiling up inside of me, brother. I just, I can't even halfway breathe, bro. How you doing, by the way, man? What's up? I'm good, brother. How you doing? I am <laughs> awesome, man. We got the brothers on tennis. Boom, boom. Yeah, um, man. I got a little outcast on today. Little, <laughs> little, little, little stank on you. So, <laughs> All right. Come on, so, man. But the first thing I want to do is I want to acknowledge that we're doing something different tonight. We've never done this before. We're actually recording a podcast episode. So those of you that will be listening to this through our normal podcast uh, channels, It'll probably sound no different than than normal, but we're all. You can say, "Call now." Oh, okay. There's Isaac. Sorry about that. Uh, <laughs> That's me. That's what you get when you go live, people. Right. <laughs> but also, we are recording this live on Instagram. Um, you know, our producer uh, Chester thought it'd be a good idea for us to do one live. I put it out there, uh, let people see us while we actually record, uh, get a different experience with the brothers, and so. Forgive us for any kind of mess ups or whatever we do. We, this is the first time we're ever doing this, so be like be patient like, with us. Like what just happened right there. Sorry about that, <laughs> folks. Ooh, chest gonna get me. Ooh, he gonna get me. <laughs> yeah. But um, and so what we decided we were gonna do tonight is this was just gonna be a full episode of hot topics. Uh, yes. There's so much going on in in the world and in the, the world of tennis right now that we said, we made a list here of a page of topics, which I'm sure we're not gonna get through all of them, but we just want to just talk about some of the things going on in the world of tennis. And um, you're gonna, you're getting it live and you're getting it raw from us. So hopefully you enjoy. Uh, and Isaac, before I turn it over to you to the, to the first big topic we're gonna talk about, yes. um, I want to let our listeners know if you did not listen to our last episode, episode number 55, um, it's the one that we did the interview with Katrina Adams, who used to be the USTA president. Please go out there and listen to that. That was an amazing interview. Uh, Katrina Adams really let it fly on uh, during that segment, and uh, it's it's a gem. And, and, Absolutely. And, and the other thing we want to throw out there is she has a book coming out. I think it's on February the 23rd of 2021. It's called Own the Arena. It's a book on leadership, and a lot of it is based upon her experience as being the previous chairperson, CEO, and president of the USTA. So let's support our sister. Go out there, pre-order the book. I know I've pre-ordered a copy for me and my mom already. Mm-hmm. Um, and let's get Katrina out there on the bestsellers list on day one. Absolutely. Absolutely, y'all. Got to support Katrina because she has done so much for the sport. 
and she be blinged out and be looking good. She be representing, <laughs> always represent. Got the diamonds yeah. on. Come on, man. We we got we got to make sure that we are supporting our sisters. So let's Absolutely. make sure that we do those pre sales, man. All Absolutely. right. Yeah, B. So get it started. <laughs> okay. So I don't even. First of all, I know everybody in the tennis world has, of, of course, heard the news about the Adria Tour. You don't. You've heard about the Rona that hit, and I mean, it hit everybody up in there. I mean, so it started off with Dimitrov flying back, and then he put his post out, and then other folks got tested, and Chorich, who I actually feel pretty bad for, uh, you know, tested positive, and then you go back to the folks from Serbia, and you had Troitsky and his wife uh, tested positive, but then to top it all off, of course, Novak Djokovic is uh, uh, test positive as well for the Rona, as did his wife. And and folks, I don't know about you and Bryce, I when, when I even started watching that tournament, I was just kind of like, this is not right. Y'all, we've been on lock for three plus months. Three plus months. And to, I, I just can't even explain the anxiety I felt when I saw them playing I saw all of the hand smack and I saw the crowd with nobody wearing any masks, just, you know, high-fiving, getting their groove on. And I'm just sitting there like, yo, that's, it's, this, this is not right. I don't, I, and I understand if the local, you know, parameters or what have you, guidelines or what have you say that you don't have to do these things, but we've been on lock for three plus months. Common sense would tell you that you should try to be a bit more a sensitive to what has been going on around the world and b that you should know that this thing is not contained b last time i checked there was there was no cure there ain't no cure for the rona ain't no cure so how you just gonna step on out there and just act like you know it didn't even happen these last three and a half months didn't even because to me that's what it looked like to me and I'm gonna pause because you know I got a, uh, ooh, I got a shit ton to say about this price. Ooh, you know I got a lot to say, and I apologize up front, folks, because some curse words are gonna come out because I can't help it because it don't make no sense. Right. So I'm gonna pause, and I'm gonna, Bryce, you jump in with how you felt as you were just watching the start of that tournament. How did you feel? Well, at first I was just surprised at what I was seeing because you hadn't seen anything like that during this period anywhere, in yeah. any sport, in any kind of gathering. And so I'm thinking, okay, we're going to hear something about this. And then when Djokovic came out and was like, when people were asking him about why aren't you social distancing, why aren't you taking more precautions, the way he responded to me was very arrogant. It was kind of like, well, you know, I don't know how y'all have to do, but we don't have to do it like that over here. And, you know, we're like this over here and over there. And, and to people who, and to Djokovic, if he has a problem understanding why in the big three, people gravitate to Federer and they gravitate to Nadal, it's because they don't do stupid stuff like this. They don't come across as arrogant and totally defy the advice of experts. And I mean, look, this is a problem in, in our society as a whole, right? We tend to exalt people because they're good in one particular thing, and we think that they are then 
a source of information or expertise in everything else. <laughs> right. Novak Djokovic is a great tennis player. He is. One of the Absolutely. best in the history of the game, right? Absolutely. But he is not a scientist. He's not a politician. He's not a meteorologist. He's, there's a lot of stuff that he doesn't know and he can't control. And to me, when they were in Serbia, because I'm sure he's like the top guy in Serbia. I mean, I'm sure yeah. they fall over and do whatever uh, they want. he wants them to do. Right. He showed a true lack of leadership, not only for his country, not only for the people who he had invited to come play in the tournament, but let's not forget, he is also the head of the ATP Players Council. <laughs> so you have all of these other events around the world having these regional events. Everybody's trying to be very safe because they want to try to create an example where they can get the full tour going back right. again. Right. And so he damaged, he truly damaged the outlook of the tours getting back started again because he went out there and was reckless. Hmm. I was, and just one more thing before I turn it back over to you, Isaac. I yeah, was bro. watching, uh, I forgot what news channel was this morning. And it wasn't a sports uh, channel. It was either like CNN or MSNBC or something like that. Yeah. And they were saying, literally, in the world of sports, tennis and golf should be like the safest sports that you can do in this type of a situation. And they said, if tennis can't even get it right, mm -hmm. then we're in trouble. And I would just say, tennis has been getting it right at all these other regional events. Absolutely. But at the one where Djokovic decided that he was king, and we're going to not only not social distance at the event, we're going to play basketball, we're going to play we're soccer, we're going to turn up at the club. You know what? <laughs> I, you, 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 had Yelena, you had Yelena Yankovic there at the club in our Clear Hills. And I mean, you know, everybody is turning up. And now everybody's turning up with the Rona. With the Rona, exactly. And Bryce, I need you to help explain to me that whole club scene. How you just going to be all up in the club, shirts off, you doing belly flops on the floor. You just, I mean, I, I, do you, did the last three and a half months just, just absolutely just not happen? Did we just forget all of that? I, arrogance. I, it's arrogance. just absolute arrogance and selfishness. And this, to me, Bryce, is what this is what bothers me. You know, I volunteered at tournaments before. Uh -huh. Most of the time, your typical volunteers are your older crowd because they are retired and they they have the time to be able to volunteer. That's this is where my mind went. What about all of it? Because you know they couldn't run that tournament without volunteers. And I guarantee you, there were some folk who were probably of an older age that were trying to help out there. What about them? What if, what if they came in contact with some of them? People who were just simply trying to give of their time and just to the sport because of their love of the sport. What happens if they came across Dimitrov or Trotsky or Djokovic or well, the wife? Well, let me tell you what. We're hearing about the players because they're named people. So you're going to hear about Djokovic and Dimitrov coming up with the Roma. Yep. You, we're not going to hear about them. We're not going to hear about the fans, the ball kids, the volunteers. We don't know how many people got infected. And, and something that I don't want us to miss, when they were playing in Belgrade, yeah. I don't know if you remember, 
Montenegro saw what was going on. Mm-hmm. And they immediately came out and said, y'all not bringing that food here. Y'all not here. coming here. Exactly. Right. They canceled that stuff quick. <laughs> they was like, holla, y'all. <laughs> right. Montenegro, <laughs> y'all, y'all my people. Because y'all was like, y'all are not bringing that foolishness here. Exactly. And I respect them greatly for that. Because it's like, it, and that's, it, it's just, it just, like you said, Bryce, it was selfish. It was arrogant and kind of taking it back to what you said. You wouldn't have seen Federer doing this mess. You wouldn't have seen Nadal doing this mess. And that's my biggest issue as far as I can't call Djokovic greatest greatest of all time simply because it, he's he's lacking a little something. And like you said, in the leadership category, right. the whole and we talked about it even on previous uh, shows how he was talking about hey you know if it, even if the water's toxic hey, if you believe strong enough it'll clean itself up you can drink it. Uh-huh. That is irresponsible thinking, bro. It's just being irresponsible. Well, you and, know, there, there's even talk I heard today, I think John Wertheim talked about it. There's some little murmurings about from players wondering if he should step down from that lead role from the Players' Council because he has not shown to hold that um, that spot or that position responsibly. I, did you... <laughs> we, I don't know if you heard this or not, but did you... Nick Kyrgios even came out and called it a bonehead decision. What? When you got Nick Kyrgios busting on you, talking about these are bonehead decisions, I mean, you need to really, really feel bad. Well, and remember what else he said. He said, you guys can't talk about anything I've done in the past that you've called immature or whatever because nothing that I've done has reached this level of stupidity. Simply put. Simply put. It's just... I, I, Oh my goodness! It just—I I still to this to this—I just cannot believe all of this, Bryce. It is so disappointing to me that this went down. And and like I said, I, I whatever comes, you know, I, I man, you just well, well let, let let let's get some other people from the family involved. So we, <laughs> yes, let's we, let's we, go there. Okay, let's so go. we know we know Djokovic's role in all of this. <laughs> So let's talk about his daddy, right? Lord Jesus, yes. It came out today that Djokovic's father is blaming Grigor Dimitrov for bringing the virus to the tournament, saying he got tested wherever he came from. He probably had it. He came. He's the one that really affected the whole tournament. Now, how? I just don't even have words for how... Stupid, a comment that is to make. Well, let's let's just be clear. The whole family cray. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> let's because let's okay. We already had the mama that jumped out there talking about Federer being arrogant. Then the papa came out there even before this comment talking about uh-huh. Federer. Why are you still playing? You ain't got no need to play. You just mad because my boy's gonna try and get up on your record. Why don't you just retire? are you to comment on Roger Federer's longevity in the sport of tennis? Do you not know how how much that man brings to this sport? Do you have any clue? So so the so the family Bryce there's there's some things missing up in there bro. There's some things that are missing. And what disa- and what's disappointing to me in terms of the father is that you know and, and everybody knows I'm not, you know, the biggest Djokovic fan, but I give him his respect because the guy is good, right? But I feel sorry for him a little bit because his father puts him in positions that he doesn't need to be in. 
he already struggles with with being number three of the big three and and in many of the ways especially in likability uh, factor but these comments from his dad i don't know if his dad feels like oh i can just go out there and say whatever i want to say but he's hurting his son he's hurting the well, reputation of his son yeah because, I mean, anytime you go against Federer, you have to know that the Fed fans are going to be looking at you cross-eyed. You have mm-hmm. to know that. And Fed is going to be retiring. He is, his career is not going to outlast both Nadal and Joker. Right. It's, just, it's not. And we all know that. There will be some years where Federer will not be on the tour. And right. he is doing, he being Djokovic and his family, are doing themselves a disservice by doing all this busting on Federer because basically the Fed fans are either going to start supporting Nadal or they're going to start supporting the new the new crop. But he ain't going to get none of them. He ain't right. going to get none of them. And typically that's what happens when somebody retires, their fan base they begins to kind of migrate. Else. They go someplace else. They ain't going to go to Novak. I know I'm not going to go to Novak. I, and I was almost, remember I was even telling you that. I was like, you know, Kind of warming up to Novak yeah, a little I, bit. I, I, that was before that, that yeah. was before the toxic water, and that was before the <laughs> mom and daddy went cray cray, and all of this, you know, virus, and, and uh, they have. It's just I'm I'm done. I, I can't I can't do it. I can't rock with you, Djokovic. I can't. I just I can't. Cause what I need, what I need Djokovic, Djokovic's dad to do is I need for him to go out to the press and I need him to go off on Beyonce. So that the beehive can just go ahead and get him. The beehive can just go get him. And then we won't have to deal with that anymore, right? Because we the beehive. <laughs> you, you ain't want to do that. Don't you listen to Bryce. I'm going to try and help you out. Don't you, you get on that beehive. You're going to be done, dude. Right. You're going to be done. <laughs> so in summary, oh, if you didn't yes. catch everything that we were just saying, the Djokovic Man. family right now is on suspect, mm. and for a whole bunch of different reasons. And it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out with his fan base and how this plays out with the other players on tour. And, and Bryce, what I will say, and I know that you feel this sentiment as well, we busting on him, and rightfully so. But right. at the same time, Djokovic, Yelena, Troisky, his wife, Dimitrov, we want you to get well. We, we right. do not uh-huh. wish you any harm. This Rona ain't no joke. Last right. time I looked, our numbers were like, in the States, were like 2.3 million. And of that, like 120 death cases of those 2.3. Again, this Rona ain't nothing to play with, y'all. It's right. not to be played with. So sincerely, we do not wish any of you to have uh-huh. any roughness as it relates to the to, to testing positive, we want you to get well. We want you to get better. But simply put, we are also holding you accountable for your silliness and your and no bad and the bad decisions that you've made as it <laughs> right. relates to this. That's right. what's up. Right. That's and what's I, up. And, and good job for bringing that up because I, I definitely didn't want that message to get lost and it, us clowning on the rest of the stupid stuff they've done. Uh, now, before we get off of the Federer piece, we do yeah. want to mention that he has made an announcement since I think the last time we've talked to our audience, and that is that he he was having some problems uh, rehabilitating that knee he had the surgery on, and he decided, you know, while everybody is trying to figure out how things are going to be going forward, I'm going to just kind of back off a little bit, let them go back in and tweak that knee again. And I'm going to take the rest of the year off, and he'll be ready to come back in 2021. Now, Bryce, I'm going to ask you this. Uh-huh. You know, you know I love me some Fed. <laughs> but I'm going to put it out here. 
Uh-huh. Do you do you feel like Roger because you know Roger got all the money in the world and he know he got the top surgeons. Do you really feel like he has an issue with his knee or is this one of those, you know what, all this craziness that's going on in 2020, I'm going to stay at home with Mercury and the kids and we're going to chill out, watch how everything kind of falls out and I'll see you back in 2021. I, honestly, I cannot say that that did not cross my mind and I wouldn't be mad at him for it if he did. Right. It's a potential theory. I, I, I can't say that that, because we know they all say whatever they need to say to do what they want to do. Exactly. Uh, so I don't, I don't know. It's a possibility. Um, but I kind of like the fact, whether it's true or not, that he is going to let everything kind of settle out. By the time we get to January, we should have a pretty good idea of how we're doing things um, at that point. He doesn't need to be, you know, a test for any of this stuff coming up. Um, exactly. And yeah, just... You he's know. Roger. He don't need to go through that. So, right. So yeah. So I'm like you. If if that's his choice, I am not mad at it at all. I just right. found it funny though when he was like, "Oh, well, the knee ain't quite right." So I'm like, <laughs> I said, "Bitch, please." <laughs> <laughs> you got money on top of money. We know yeah. that surgery was good. You just want to <laughs> chill out, hang back with milk and the kid. Like, mm, I ain't dealing with that right. foolish. Cause you know what's gonna happen. They would be asking Fed about all of this that's going on with the right. Aiden, with Djokovic. He don't want to be in the middle of any of no. that. And so, I, like I said, I don't. I, if he did, I don't blame him. Right. I, I, we, of course, we love Fed. So we, right. just, we just want you, dog, to be healthy. We want you right. to get right, and we want to see you January 2021. Absolutely. <laughs> and so... Speaking of leading into 2021, something yeah. else that has recently happened is both the ATP and the WTA have released, you know, pretty much full schedules for the rest of the year. I know the women basically have. The men, uh, not so much after the French Open. Not after the French, right? But, you know, jam-packed with mm -hmm. tournaments. And even with the whole um, Adria tragedy yeah, <laughs> happening yeah. over there um it looks like everything is on schedule to start back in the beginning of august yeah and that's just such a good sign man mm -hmm. i mean like i said folks are starving for sport and i know the tennis fans you know me and you included of right. course we we cannot wait to actually see some true competitive tennis night and, and you know even these regional events have been pretty darn good right. and uh um, mm -hmm. you know so so definitely once the actual tour gets going it's it, it's, it's going to be off the chain man i cannot wait i don't mind the so i don't mind the no fans right. i don't mind any of that i just right. want to see some good competition i want to see some tennis i agree and but i'm gonna tell you a, a development that's happening now that could be very very interesting yeah. now i don't know if you've heard you know since the United States, we don't seem to take this whole coronavirus thing seriously. Mm. Just so stupid. Um, anyway, I'm sorry. Uh, but, you know, Europe is coming up with their ban list in terms of, and they're saying Russia, uh, Brazil maybe, and the United States are potentially going to be on their ban list because they're saying any country that doesn't have a handle on the virus they're not letting come into Europe. So wow. my whole question is, if, if this really does happen, is there a situation then where the Americans are not able to go over and play the French? And play now, the French, yeah. Right. Now, let's let's be honest. I don't know how many Americans really, or at least on the men's side, it, it ain't a big deal. <laughs> it, ain't a big deal. <laughs> it don't really matter. No. But more so for the women, though. 
Absolutely. Because um, so we got some clay corners. Right. This could be an interesting type situation if um, they don't allow Americans, Brazilians, and Russians. Yeah, that would be, man, that would be rough. That would be rough. Because right. I know that some, I'm just thinking, of course, of the Queen, Serena. I would, and, and true enough, we don't actually even know that she's going to travel, given the fact that, you know, she's got the baby and everything. Right. It sure would be a good opportunity for her to, again, play both the because she you know we already you know got the news about the u.s open right Um, right and the fact that she would be able to potentially compete at the french as well to give herself two more opportunities in 2020 to catch that record and Uh potentially even pass it given the fact that you know it's two of them so she could vault over her real quick and and you have to believe that you know she she's been she well you and i talked about this we look good she She does look good good. she She looks very good and we yeah. even got the report that she has resurfaced the court in her backyard with the mm. same surface as the U.S. Open is nice. using. So, nice. look, Serena is not beyond winning her 24th on the hump. I mean, Thank we already know that Simona Halep is not coming to the U.S. Open. We don't know who else is not coming over. So if Serena gets Taylor Townsend in the final, she don't care. <laughs> she, you know, she will I take the victory. Like, I would take that. <laughs> I'll, I'll take, take the victory. However, I can get it. Showing up playing like she played against Simona. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think we got to worry about that right now. But, um, <laughs> but anyway, um, but yeah, oh, I mean, I knew, I always knew Serena was going to at least play the U.S. Open. There's no way oh, she's yeah. not going to do that. And we know that by her playing the U.S. Open that uh, Venus will be there as well. Venus will be there. Oh, looking forward to that too. And like I said, they've been getting their little yoga on. Both of them are good. They look like they're in shape. So I am hoping that that translates into some really, really good tennis once they get back on the court. So, yeah, man. Now, something else I want to add about the U.S. Open is that um, did you hear that they decided to add the wheelchair uh, I did see that. the final weekend. Yeah, because and, cause and they, that was they, really good. Yeah, because the wheelchair people clowned. They, uh, they was like, you know what? Right, I'm, because I they didn't even consult this. them. They, exactly. didn't, they just canceled it and didn't have a single conversation <laughs> with them. And I'm so proud of them for speaking up. Right, Absolutely. They could have just, just been like, dang, we just got ganked on the U.S. Open and, and, and right. just took it. But they spoke up and they made a difference. And now they're going to be playing on the final weekend. So... To the wheelchair competitors, uh, props to you guys exactly. for speaking up and getting uh, included in this year's uh, U.S. Open. Absolutely. Good on you. Because right. I know that the top male players from Australia, I believe, and I know he right. was he was a big voice in, in, in saying, you know what, this ain't right. And, right. And, and, and they were exactly right. I'm so happy that they got that, you know, or getting that rectified, if you will. Because, yeah, that was, that was bad for them. I know, and, I, and we know, they got a ton of things going on, but I'm sorry, you can't, you can't forget a full-on, you know, class of people who right. are competing and who have competed. Uh-huh. Um, you, you, can't, you can't do that. So good, good for them for raising their voices, good for the establishment to listen and get it back in. So yeah. um, 
So good. So we're looking forward to it. I know our listeners are probably excited for tennis to come back because they're probably tired of us doing all these quarantine episodes. You know, guess what? We tired too because we we love talking about tennis. Me and Bryce, that's what we do. Let, yeah, let's be yeah. real clear. Yeah, they, I, I love the. I, I feel like we've been blessed to do the interviews. Uh-huh. We've again we interview Cat and again, folks. Like Bryce said, if you haven't had an opportunity, listen to that Cat episode. It was really really outstanding, right. and she is such a phenomenal woman. And again, get those pre-sales of the book. But we got, you know, again, we did, we, we, we interviewed Zena, we interviewed Chad. I mean, there's just so much fun that we've had in our interviews. But as Bryce and I both know, our chemistry is this, talking about tennis, getting our bus on, and just enjoying the sport as we know it. That's where we feel like we excel. So yeah, I'm thirsty for some tennis. Right. Well, before we go any further, I just want to get something all the way off my chest. Come on, right. bro. Got you. Stage is yours. Okay. So I was watching this uh, exhibition we have going on with the ladies in South Carolina right now. And it was so it was Sonia Kennan playing I think Allie Risk. And it was Tra- it was Tracy Austin and Ted Robinson commentating. And so Ted Robinson was like, you know, he was giving props to Sonia Kennan and her father and you know what a great job her father has done. Uh, you know, raising a champion and, and, and by him not having a tennis background. And I'm, I'm completely agreeing with this. I'm like, yeah, it's great. Yeah. It looks like they have a great relationship. It's, it's, it's good, right? And so then he goes on to say, you know, what's so remarkable about him raising a, a champion and not having a tennis background, I can't even really think of another situation that is comparable. The, the, the only thing, the closest thing that comes to my mind is Marion Bartoli because her dad was a doctor. And, and I tell you what, if my eyes could have burned a hole through my TV set, and I'm like, and this is what's frustrating me, all right? Because yeah, Ted man. Robinson is a veteran tennis veteran. commentator, right? Yes. All right? Yes. Been around the game since Moses was playing. Right? right, and you mean to tell me that when you're thinking about a father that raised tennis champions who did not have a tennis background, and Richard Williams is not the first name that falls all the way out your mouth? Hmm. What's going hmm. on? And, and 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 credit to Tracy Austin because at least she came in and she said, "What about Venus and Serena?" <laughs> right. <laughs> And, and 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 it just uh, you know what and I know I'm I'm a little sensitive with this because I'm really getting kind of sick and tired of them disrespecting Richard Williams. This man has done something in the game of tennis that nobody take all these other coaches with all their theories and backgrounds and trainings and all that. He has done something that they have never done. I argue to you, the Williams story. Is the greatest story in the history of professional tennis, right? Bar none. Bar none. And so you mean to tell me that the greatest story in professional tennis, you can't think (laughs) of their father who had learned tennis from a book. Book. A book. Yes. And has raised two of the greatest, we're about to say the greatest champion ever on the women's side. And... Her sister, Hall of Famer, big time Hall of Famer, big right? Big time, thank you. And, and, and wait a minute, wait a minute. 
And not only did he do all of this, he did it in a very unconventional way. He did it his way, and he told you guys, this is what's going to happen. And you, criti- you criticized, criticized him, him when he told you that, this, that Venus and Serena were going to be number one and two in the world. They talked about them. All of them did. You know, they all they all fuck around Venus and Serena now like, oh yeah, they're the greatest this and the greatest that. But they talked about they butts bad back bad. then. Talked bad. about the beads in their hair, everything. <laughs> right? Yep. And Rich. now and this is what I, I'm sick. I'm sick and tired of our people being having to be above and beyond the best. Because like because that's what they are. Venus and Serena are the best, right? Yeah, Argue me on that, right? They are the best, and when you are talking about scenarios in the game, and they still can't fall out your mouth, what, you you bring up Marion Bartoli, Bartoli before the Williams sisters, and I tell you what, if Richard Williams was a white man, they would be scraping Billie Jean King's name off the tennis center right now <laughs> to put his name up there. I'm telling you, they would be. <laughs> they, I mean, up what there with utility, scraping. B, I, L. I'm telling you. So y'all better start putting some respect on Richard Williams' name. I'm trying to tell you. You better go ahead and sprinkle it, friend. You better preach. You better go ahead. It's annoying. Right, folks. I'm gonna let you know. This Bryce, Bryce is fired up right now. <laughs> I love it, dog. That's what I'm talking about. Bring it. That's right. You better let them folks know because you know I am right there with you. Richard Williams is is he is just he has not been appreciated. Right? Exactly. I'm hot too. He just simply has not been appreciated for what he has done and what he predicted would happen. Right. Everything he said, it's happened. And it's still happening, people. Still happening. So the fact that, again, in an instant, that that didn't roll off of a tongue of a seasoned announcer in Ted right. Robinson. Ted, shame on you, bro. I, you need to go and, and, and do a retrospective. And you, you need to go ahead and figure out what's going on with yourself. Because well, that, that's not excusable, bro. Right. Well, Ted, excusable. well, Ted needs to be happy that I don't own the tennis channel because you would have Ch- <laughs> you would have Chandler Rubin and Lindsey Davenport coming in the studio one day. Talking, what? What Ted? <laughs> Where'd Ted go? Why his, why his cubbyhole all boarded up? <laughs> you know. Um, you no. know what? I'm gonna let no. you. Uh, since we're talking about the tennis channel, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm I'm turn over you and let me calm down a little bit. Talk to us about that. <laughs> That Juneteenth episode. Exactly, folks. And hopefully y'all t- y'all uh, tuned in to the Tennis Channel. They had a, a nice little, you know, they talked about Juneteenth. They had both Katrina and Chanda speak on it. Just, it was really, really well done. They spoke about, again, um, Althea Gibson and her contributions. They talked about Tiafo and his Rackets Down, Hands Up movie. I mean, just so many different things that they that they really went into and spoke on. And I really thought they did a great job, Bryce. And 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 it was just it was just really, really well done. I, I, I was impressed with them doing that. I really was. How about you? What were your thoughts on that, bro? I thought it was great and I love seeing all the footage of Gabriel the tennis kid. And <laughs> <laughs> shout out to you, Gabriel. Uh we know you out there. Uh, right? 
Yeah, no, it, it was great. And they picked two of the best people to come on and to speak about that. I mean, Katrina, obviously, for the role that she held. Um, and then the great, you know, and Chand is kind of a face that we see nowadays. Um, so props to the Tennis Channel for acknowledging it. I mean, I know kind of everybody's acknowledging it now based upon the current climate, but still props to them uh, for doing that. But, you know, as good as that was, it was unfortunate to hear about the Arthur Ashe um, statue, and that's in Virginia, right? I believe so. Uh, is it? Or is it the Carolinas? No, maybe North Carolina. Yeah, yeah uh, it's one of them too. But uh, yeah, talk about that, Isaac. So yeah, I mean, they did they did mention that um, as well on the Tennis Channel. And it, luckily, it wasn't on Juneteenth, but the fact that. Um, it had been tagged and I guess the Black Lives Matter, they had the BLM on there. And then there was a, I guess, a white patron that came and was basically spray painting WLM for White Lives Matter. And there is, a t of course, a ton of controversy as it relates to the whole matters movement is what I'll call it. But simply put, don't be, def don't, don't be defaming Arthur Ashe's statue, no. man. That, 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 that shit ain't cool. Because Arthur has done so much right. for the sport of tennis and for just the world. Right. Let's be clear. And and the other thing I don't, I didn't appreciate is don't be comparing it to what they're doing to these Confederate statues. Um, you know, these people that were, let's not forget, traitors against the Union. Uh, these people that if you look up the Articles of Succession, their primary reason for trying to succeed from the Union was because they wanted to keep black people as slaves. So I'm sorry, they are not held in the same regard as Arthur Ashe. Uh, and if you disagree with me, I, you know, we can talk about that. But it's, yeah, that, that's, a, that's a shame. You said that very well, man. <laughs> if you don't disagree with me, you can sign off. You can sign off. Because I'm sorry. Nobody needs you here. I'm not, we're not, no. Right. We are not trying to, no. Right. So simply put, that was that act was just heinous. Right. Don't be messing with Arthur Ashe. Don't mess with his memory. Right. Don't mess with nothing related to Arthur Ashe. Because right. that man did so much for the world. Mm -hmm. Don't mm -mm. you you're not gonna don't be playing, folks. Come right. on now. Right. Come on now. Yeah. So let's 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 uh loosen yeah, up let's and let's get it on something else. <laughs> talk, let's talk about some celebratory stuff, right? Yeah, so yeah. so so we had a couple of our old heads get a little older. Um, <laughs> right. We we had Leander Pace turn forty eight uh, years old, and he's still out there doing it. I think he's this was his it. last year, though, right? Didn't he I believe so. Okay, yeah, I think pretty much he's 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 calling it. He's point. going for that Martina Navratilova trying to win something at forty nine deal. You know, um, it won't be well. You know, she went out there with a grand slam, mixed up with Bob Bryant. Yeah, so, exactly. Uh, you gonna have to do big, Leander. You gonna right. have to come big. Right. Martina, she ain't, she went out big, dog. Yes, so you gonna did. have to bring it. Yes, she did. But then. We had our queen, Venus Williams, turn 40. And Venus is out there still doing it. How about that? Right. Man? How about Venus Williams turning 40 years old? Man, that's just, who would have thought? I mean, even Richard was talking about, man, they're going to be in their mid-20s. They're going to be out. They that's one thing money. he didn't predict. That's they, one yeah. thing he didn't predict, right? That's a, <laughs> and that's the only one thing that he didn't predict right. correctly. And thanks, thankfully, that was the one part of it that didn't come true because right. we love the fact that at 38 and 40 
the sisters are still not only in the mix, but they still controlling the mix. Right. Don't trip. Right. Don't trip. So the fact that Queen V turned 40, man, that was just so awesome. Right. And good on her, man. I really hope that this time off just allows her to kind of get, get, get right get back on the court, and just compete real hard. Because we, we both know that it's probably, you know, she's going to do this year. She wants that Olympics. Right. And I really am happy that kind of things for her have fallen the way that they have. Because this gives her an opportunity to get herself right, to actually make that Olympic team based on, you know, her results. Well, she's got and, time now. And let me tell you something else that I have my eye on for Venus with the Olympics. You yeah, saw man. that they have two spots where the host country can reserve one for uh, uh, someone from the host country. Okay. And the other spot is for someone who doesn't make it that is, a, I think, a prior world number one or a prior Grand Slam champion. Well, she checked those boxes. <laughs> right. So I'm thinking, <laughs> in my mind, mm -hmm. who are you going to give that one to over Venus? Yeah, you. I don't think there's anybody that you would give that to unless Andre even, Agassi decides to come out of retirement. Even then, I'm but that would be on the men's side. That would be on the men's side. That's right. So, that's what right. female would you put? You know, well, I guess. Well, Kim Clash is going to probably make it for her team anyway. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> but like, I mean, <laughs> because all Venus. I mean, and I know Venus is not looking to play singles there anyway. She yeah. just wants to be able to play doubles with Serena. So, exactly. um, although I'm sure she wants to make it on her own achievements and achievements, yeah. I I'd like to think that one spot should be hers to lock up. You know, I would think so, bro, because there is, like you said, I can't think of anybody else that would be able to beat her out of a spot like that. You know what right. I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. Four-time yeah. gold they, medalist? Exactly. Yeah. Did they just announce that, though, bro? Did they just? Uh, couple, that, maybe like a couple new? of weeks ago. Yeah, maybe about a couple See, of weeks you, ago. I guarantee you, they was like, you know what? We're going to put some kind of clause up in here because we're going to get Venus up in here. <laughs> you know that's what they were thinking. Because they were like, there ain't no way we're going to have the Olympic Games without Venus Williams being a right. piece. Because right. of the things that you just said. Seven-time Grand Slam champion. Olympic gold. I mean, just, you cannot not have Venus Williams no. in the Olympics. It, just, it would just not be, it would be a travesty. It would be wrong. No. And, and I'm going to go out here on a, 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 on a limb and, and, and do my Richard Williams prediction thing. <laughs> go on, friend. Go ahead. 2021 will be it for Venus Williams. She will not cross over into 2022. And one of the things that I absolutely respect about her is you see that she is putting more energy to building her brand outside of tennis. We know absolutely. she already has the interior design, V-Star. Ebony yep. Vista or whatever uh, mm -hmm. uh, interior design. She's got the 11, the 11 uh, clothing, line. clothing line. And mm -hmm. I don't know if people have been watching, but she has she, a game show that she's, she's on with uh, Rob Gronkowski called uh, right. Game On on CBS. Now, the the show is trash, but I mean, <laughs> no, I mean, and, and look, and everybody knows how I feel about Venus and Serena, but I got to call it like it is. Because if somebody goes yeah. and watches the show and I didn't call it trash, they would be looking at me funny, right? They'd be like, how you set us up? Right. Like and although and although it's trash, every week she gets a a, Nel a Nielsen ratings bump for me because I watch it every single I week I'm gonna watch to, it to support every... her. And I know exactly. it wasn't her idea and she was brought on for her celebrity or whatever. And I'm hoping that this is a stepping stone for her uh, to right. do other and, and, and bigger things. But what a, 
I'm so proud of her for for going ahead because Serena, of course, built her brand yeah, outside of tennis, yeah, right? But yeah. Venus is uh, stepping out and doing that, and I'm, and I'm really, really proud of her. I agree with you, man. Like I said, I've watched the show, and you're actually right. It is, it is trash. It's pretty bad, folks. It is bad. And, oh my god! Oh my god! It's just it's so bad. Wait a minute. I would have made it. Look, I would have made it through the first ten minutes of that show if Venus wasn't on it. Well, I'm with you, bro. Because I keep watching it like, ooh, this show is so bad. (laughs) And we know it's not her idea. And and they got they got 15 executive producers on it. Everybody got a a damn say on that show. God, (laughs) it's so funny, dude. got me a big crying man it, it's trash folks but but at the same <laughs> at the same time watch it right, because yeah. you know what in truth if you go into it kind of knowing that it's trash right. you enjoy it right. you actually will find it to be pretty hilarious right. because because i mean just it, everybody on there is just crazy and you know and i don't know if they're acting but it's just bad acting and everything. <laughs> it's bad it's bad <laughs> But if you go into it with the right mindset, <laughs> that shit could be funny. Right. So watch it. Make sure you watch it because we want to support Queen. We do. We do. <clears throat> but yeah, do, do not be mistaken. Don't, don't be looking. It, it, you know, not, it, it ain't no Jeopardy or it, it, ain't, it ain't even a joke with Wild Man. <laughs> not at all, dude. <laughs> I mean, that whole, co- I just, anyway, I'm going I'm to quit busting on the show. We're going to stop busting on the show, but support it, though. Go watch it. Right, right. Just be prepared. So, look, I know we only have a few more minutes left oh, on here because, because Instagram Live oh. like to cut a brother off. Right. Uh, we want to bring up, there's a lot of really good tennis going on right now. Um, yes. You've got the UTS, the Ultimate Tennis Showdown by uh, Patrick mm-hmm. Maradoglu. And yeah. and if you haven't watched that, please watch it. It's very new and exciting, and it has all these different kind of tricks and, and things you can do. Isaac, how, what have you thought about it? I, you know, it's been it's so it's 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 been amazing, Bryce. It's Ooh. actually really really good. Initially, though, I was very much like the commentators. I was like, "This a lot," you know. <laughs> they they you doing know, a lot. All these, these serves and steal the serve and X three and I was like, "This a lot." But at right. the same time, once you get it, once you get it's into like, it. okay, this is pretty good. There's strategy in certain things. And honestly, man, I have enjoyed And it's been good tennis. It's been great tennis, in fact. Not even good. It's been great. I've right. been impressed with the fellas. Now, I'm not looking for this format to replace regular tennis, but no, I think this could, this could be the new way people do exhibitions. I agree. I agree because you know, it brings about an element of competition, whereas you uh-huh. can still also have fun with it as well. So yeah, I like I like what Patrick and those folks threw together. It's good stuff, man. That's good. Right. And so <laughs> you also have the Battle of the Bricks going on, and so there was if you didn't see it today, there was an amazing match between uh, Kyle Edmund and Andy Murray. Uh, I missed today. that. I, I yeah. haven't watched it yet, but go on ahead and tell it. It's okay. No, it, it, it goes up to, getting it. 
Murray, I mean, um, Edmund. Edmund got Edmund it in the third. T- he did yeah. take it? Okay. And mm-hmm. uh, so that was really good. So watch all the British guys play. Yeah. We and, have. And one thing, Bryce, oh, yeah. real quick. I, first, of all, I, first of all, good on Andy because I did watch the match he played against uh, Liam Brody yesterday. Yeah. Uh-huh. And that was a good match. Andy looks pretty good. I mean, I yes. know he's still struggling with the movement, but it looks good. And the one thing I do want to mention, though, the whole line calling thing, I yeah. like that. Yes. I like that. Yeah, I yeah. like that. And I think that they really need to consider using that for the kind of the tour, the tournaments for the rest of the year cuz again, that's just a way to, you know, call the lines. You ain't got that drama. You ain't got the extra people on the court. Well, I, you heard I like that. The uh, US Open is going to do that on the outer courts. Did you hear about that? Oh, I didn't. Yeah, I didn't. So, so they're only no, going to have like the full lines people on uh, Arthur Ashe and Louis Armstrong on the outer courts. It's no. going to be yeah. So I think You're out right. of this whole, I did hear that. Right. So I think out of this whole kind of time off and trying different things, I think you're going to start to see some of these elements introduced, you know, on the tour, which is which is great. That's uh, really good. Yeah. We also Go want to mention the uh, Credit One. Uh, I call it the women's version of the Labor Cup uh, in <laughs> South Carolina. And yeah. it you got some real top American names playing um, and um, some of the Canadians. And mm-hmm. that's going on right now. So make sure you catch it. And Isaac, right. I don't know if you even heard this. They just announced, I think today, about the All-American Team Cup. That's going to oh. be July 3rd through the 5th. You're going to have oh, I miss that. two teams. You have Team Stars that has Opelka, Taylor Fritz, Tommy Paul, and Tiafo against okay. Team Stripes, which is John Isner, Stevie Johnson, um, Query, and Tennis Anchor. Um, <laughs> Could be interesting. Right. I watched seven of those eight. <laughs> <laughs> but those are your top Americans uh, going right. at it. And once again, another team-type format. You know, absolutely, man. The more the merrier, man. Let's get this thing going, man. Folks need to get out there, start competing, get get your reps in, so that this U.S. Open is coming up. We it needs to be popping. It needs to be popping. And folks need to be ready, man. They need yeah. to be ready. So I love the fact that I'm hearing this. Uh, other thing I, we want to mention is if you've been following us on Instagram, we do have a baseball cap giveaway uh, going on right now. So. Go to uh, Brothers on Tennis uh, on Instagram and uh, see how you can enter. We will be doing, I think it goes through July the 8th, and we're doing the drawing on when we do a live show on July the 9th. So get out there for the baseball cap. But for those of you that don't win, and already we have more submissions. I don't know if I've been mentioning it to you. We have more submissions now for this hat than we have for the last one we gave away. But nice. um, but if you don't get a hat this time, we are very, very happy to announce uh, this is Isaac's project uh, for Brothers <laughs> on Tennis. He's been pushing this since day one, so I know he's ready to birth this child. Uh, yes! On September, yes, on September the 1st, on our website, we are going to launch our online store. So, yes, you can purchase your own Brothers on Tennis merchandise. Isaac, you talk about it. It's your baby. Hey, man, look, look, folks, you need to be outfitted in the Brothers on Tennis. Just simply put, it's the gear that you need to have. It's the gear that you need to put your loved ones in. It, it just goes without saying. 
Brothers on Tennis. We about to work this thing out, y'all. So we need your support. Just get ready. Get ready to, to get your shop on because we are excited. Yes. It's about to be popping. Yes. It's going to be popping. Been a long time coming for that one. We've been talking about that one for a minute. And, well, and, minute. and honestly, you guys have really helped us uh, move forward on that because we'll get inquiries about where can I buy a shirt or where can I buy a hat? And we've been like, ooh, you know. Like, uh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah. We're almost there. Yeah, that's why we've been like, it's coming. Right, it's right. Com well, we, we got it on the on the calendar now, folks. We are making some great strides. Bryce and I and Chet, we are all just extremely excited, y'all. So yeah. just be on the lookout. Bryce, Bryce, you know, end of August, early. Uh, yeah, end of August, that's, that's a timeline. Right. So I want to specifically talk to those of you that are watching this on Instagram. Um, we have, this is our 56th episode that we've recorded. So yes. uh, first time we're doing one on Instagram, but if you want to go back and listen to any of these older episodes we've done, some of them are Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, folks. You can you can go to our website where they are all at uh, www.brothersontennis.com and that's B-R-U-T-H-A-S on tennis.com. We're on, I think, every single podcast platform that you can think about. Uh, Apple Podcasts, wow. Google Play, Stitcher. Uh, Spotify, iHeartRadio, SoundCloud, Pandora. You can't come to us and say you couldn't find us. No, you know what? No As a matter of fact, when people say they can't find us, it's because they spell our name wrong. It's not B-R-O-T-H-E-R-S. We're not from England. It's B-R-U-T-H-A-S on tennis.com. So um, get out there and follow us and take a listen Interact with us on social media. We're on Twitter. We're on um, Facebook. And of course, we're on Instagram, as you're seeing uh, right now. So, Isaac, we are coming down to the last few minutes. Do you have yeah, any final words that you want to say on this episode? You know, man, this has been, I, I needed this because it feels like we haven't done an episode like this in a really, really long right. time. So this this felt really good to me. Um, I'm still going to get my bus on on that Adria tour. <laughs> <laughs> you you get the head nod, y'all. Right. Get, your, get your mind right, y'all. Right. Get your mind right, because right. that's that's ridiculous. You, you hurt all of us. You hurt right. the sport of tennis. You hurt us. Right. So don't be doing that foolishness no more. Right. Outside of that, Bryce, how good? How about you? <laughs> how about the last word for you, Pip? What I, you got? Look, I'm just excited that we're around the corner from the tennis uh, tour starting back up, and I'm ready to see you. You know, Serena chase this number 24. Yes. I'm ready to see. You know how. You know, I, there's a part of me that doesn't want any of the big three to show up at the U.S. Open so that it can be a battle for who is going to win the U.S. Open. Uh, I think Djokovic and Nadal will definitely be at the French. But um, we need to see of uh, this kind of next gen, who's going to be, I mean, is it going to be Tsitsipas? Is it going to be Dominic Thiem? Is it going to be uh, Medvedev? You know, who's mm -hmm. going to be the one that really steps out there and takes that first major title outside of the, the big three? And I would just laugh, laugh, laugh if, 
Brian Vegas like, no, y'all not ready. <laughs> <laughs> the old guard is still holding us down. He's still here. <laughs> they may not be here, but I'm going to hold it down for the Swiss. Don't you get it twisted. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Yes, sir. Come on, Stan. Exactly. So anyway, y'all, we're going to sign off. This has been an absolute blast. We'll have to do this again for sure. Uh, but signing off from your favorite podcast, this is your boy Bryce. And this is your boy Isaac. And we are Brothers on Tennis. And you guys stay very, very safe out there. Take care.